Hello everyone. Thank you for your support, especially for these Love is Blind episodes. I mean, because I have been inundated with Love is Blind content on social media and I've sat there and I've listened to podcasts. I watched Marshall's interview today on the Vile Files. Like I have done my due diligence, I believe. And so hopefully um, these episodes will be decent. So this particular episode is a rallying cry for us to band together and fire Vanessa Lachey, get her fired from hosting the Love is Blind reunions. I will be posting the link to her, um, the petition to get her fired. Okay, so I'm going to be providing the link to the petition to get Vanessa Lachey fired. I have signed the petition and I would love for y'all to sign it too if you think that she should be, of course. So this reunion, it's like, where do I begin? Like the internet was united, you know? It's like we could all unite in rage and disgust over injustice. And this particular injustice is the Netflix Love is Blind reunion being live, which ain't none of us asked for. Actually, I think I will get into the reunion debacle when I review the reunion, so I'll walk it back a little bit. This particular episode is me discussing what the reunion should have been. We all know that reunions are the best part of any series. We watch these reality shows specifically to see what's going to go down at the reunion. And we had Jackie promoted by Netflix in the trailer for the reunion, but we ain't had no Jackie though. We had her smiling for a few minutes while Vanessa is sitting there gushing. That's all we got. And so it's like, but that again, I will save some of those critiques for my reunion review. Vanessa Lachey, go on the Love is Blind um, Instagram. Go on Vanessa's Instagram. Go on Vanessa's, look at her mentions in her Twitter. We are on a united front when it comes to us wanting Vanessa Lachey to get the fuck out of here. And two reasons that I see everybody being up in arms about Vanessa. The very first one is how Vanessa kept, Vanessa was relentless at different points throughout the reunion, asking the couples when they are going to have kids. Now, this is problematic. I will explain why this is problematic to me. I won't speak for other women. So some women were saying, that they have fertility issues. Other women were saying not everyone wants kids, that um, we don't know if these couples are struggling. The reason why I have an issue with Vanessa asking, I'm, you know, that's what other people are saying online. The reason why I have an, an issue with Vanessa asking these couples repeatedly and begging them and pleading with them and how she wants the first love is blind baby the reason why I have an issue with Vanessa doing that is because Vanessa is the mother of 
three kids. How the fuck are you, someone who has three kids, questioning couples who've known each other for one year about having children? Especially when we've already seen Bliss talk about wanting to have kids. We've seen Chelsea talk about wanting to have kids. We've seen um, Tiffany and Brett mention having, having kids. There are three married couples. Every single one of them has made it clear that they want kids. At least one out of the two people need every single couple. You don't got to ask them. It's going to happen. And with everything that could happen in a pregnancy and even in a delivery and even post-delivery, some people lose their kids after, you know, giving birth to them. With everything that could happen, how about we wait until the pregnancy announcement comes out or the baby is here? That's when we should find the fuck out when two people are having kids. It was inappropriate and it was distasteful and my issue with it is that Vanessa has three kids so it's kind of like I look at it like someone living in a mansion asking a homeless person when they go and buy a house it's like that doesn't apply to you Vanessa you already had your kids Vanessa bitch you don't know what struggles may lie ahead you don't know And you don't even know if these couples are going to be together long enough to have kids. And you don't even know if they're going to divorce after they have kids. Like, it's, she wasn't the right person. The question shouldn't have been asked, but I feel that I would have felt more comfortable if I were one of the women and one of the couples being asked by a woman who who ain't got no kids. Because it's like, if you have three kids, you don't even know if it's possible for one of these couples because infertility is actually very rampant among men but you know we always we're gonna focus on the woman but men are actually responsible for 40 percent of of infertility so please get the fuck out of here vanessa when you are talking and begging and pleading and you won't get off these people's necks about having kids when you already got three of your own get the fuck out of here and you're asking them this on camera which is very awkward what are they supposed to say um yeah 10 months from now baby's gonna be here they don't know what lies ahead they don't know what what their journey is gonna be like when it comes to them having kids like stop um so people have an issue with that and people also had an issue with Vanessa coming for the wrong people So, I mean, both of those issues are fireable, if that's a word. (laughs) Both of those, those are bigly, let me use some bigly words. Um, (laughs) Both of those are fireable offenses. And that is a motherfucking word. I just looked it up. Fireable, bitch. Um... Both of those are fireable offenses, in my um, opinion. How she had smoke for the wrong people. Actually, let me say, those are the two reasons that I was reading online, but let me give a third reason. A third reason was that the bitch didn't ask a single valid question or make a single valid, like she, Vanessa only had like maybe two relevant, valid, important questions or comments for the whole fucking reunion. 
I remember one of those off of the top of my head when Vanessa came for Irina and said, you yourself said that you were bullied and you struggled because of acne and other reasons, but you yourself were being the bully. How were you? It seems like it was malicious considering that you had gone through it. That was valid. Vanessa was good with that question. Um, and I think that was the only good question. <laughs> like I can't, I can't remember. And the only other good comment I think throughout the entire reunion was when Nick Lachey said to Kwame, um, you are saying some, he said something to Kwame along the lines of like, you were saying that you were going to dump Micah, but you were so distraught and we saw how emotionally you reacted to being dumped. Exactly. So I am now going to get into what questions should have been asked. Um, and as far as the reunion, uh, my recap and review on that, as I said, that's for a separate episode. Let, episode, let's get into it. Sorry, y'all. I, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but thank you. Thank you for, for sticking in there because a bitch is heated. I'm just feeling like I'm getting fired up thinking about this because I sat there and planned my fucking day around this goddamn reunion that didn't even start, didn't even fucking start on time. Okay. I will get into that when I talk about the reunion, give my recap or my, re or my review, because I'm tripping. It's like, I'm, I'm coming across so, um, I'm just coming across like Vanessa right now. And I don't want to do that. Let me try to be focused. Let me try to be somewhat sensical. So, okay, Zach, I'm going to start with Zach because I, I put these in order of the people I felt, um, you know, were most controversial or we wanted to hear from the most. So the very first person I have on my list on my screen is Zach. Zach should have been asked your intuition failed you and your sense of character and judgment seemed to be flawed, at least in this process. How are you a lawyer? What is your success rate with clients? <laughs> I know that is beyond rude and beyond fucked up, but I'm just keeping it a buck right now. That's what I would have asked his ass. Okay. And that's exactly why I'm not the host, <laughs> but still I need to know. And it, I could rephrase that. I'm being silly right now. I'm being silly with how I, how I, um, worded that question. It could be rephrased, but I have a lot of questions. Like, honestly, I feel that Zach calling himself a lawyer is an insult to lawyers. That's just how I feel because I'm not seeing any type of efficiency at all with providing any type of facts, any type of evidence. The man gets tongue tied as fuck. He talks in fragments. What lawyer? What? What is the? Where is the lawyer? Where is the Annalise Keating bitch? I don't see it. I don't see it. So. Um, you know, Phaedra Parks on Real Housewives, Real Housewives of Atlanta would say she's a lawyer and her bitch ass was with, it was like losing allegedly, allegedly the bitch was like not winning her cases. So it's like, I could call myself a lawyer too. And my success rate should, could be trash. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, but with Zach, the whole lawyer thing, like I'm not, I don't think he's going to get a single client off of this motherfucking show. Let me put it that way. So then, and I would also ask Zach, 
in light of how you were treated in Mexico, did you apologize to Bliss? Because Bliss warned you about Irina, but you made Irina, or sorry, but you made Bliss the problem instead of listening to her. What did you say to Bliss about how you were treated in Mexico? Because when Bliss would talk to you from what we would see about feeling like she's your second choice, you would shut her down immediately and you'd be dismissive when she had every reason to stand on your neck and come for you. Given what happened in Mexico, Bliss was proven right. So did you apologize to Bliss? And what did you say in your apology to Bliss? Because God knows, no, you would have to work very, very hard to get me to forgive you if you went through what you went through and I tried to warn your dumb ass. And you were like, oh, you have to go. Bliss, I hope that Zach makes it up to her every single day. That's what she fucking deserves. So I would also ask Zach, what are the receipts that you posted on your Instagram? And I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, went to Zach's Instagram and we saw that his receipts have nothing to do with the show. And I'm going to leave it at that. Y'all don't want to hear me rant about that shit right now. So then I would also ask Zach, did the way that Irina treated you affect your self-esteem or self-worth? What was it like to watch episodes with Bliss? What have your friends and family said about how Irina treated you? Those are very, very, very important questions because my self-esteem was hurt. My (laughs) self-worth was battered by watching what took place. I was horrified and I felt it. I felt it to my core for Zach because when somebody doesn't like somebody else, romantically, they mistreat them. That's what this series has shown us every single fucking season. But Irina took that shit to new levels, new heights, you know, with her behavior. And it broke me a little bit to see how Zach was treated because I just thought to myself, so this is really how people do someone when they ain't feeling them? That hurts. And it hurts because I've been in situations where I was feeling someone and it wasn't mutual. And just to see how bad it can be for someone when they aren't feeling you, it was despicable and made me feel so bad. The reason why is because there are people out there today who are getting treated like Zach in some way by a person like Irina, by a person who don't want to be with them. That is heart-wrenching. And so I hope that those people who are in situations where they are being nitpicked and criticized because the person is two-faced and is they're in a relationship with them or dating them, but they don't want to be with them and it's coming out through their behavior and, and words. I hope that those people see themselves through Zach and therefore gain the courage to end that relationship or stop seeing that person. 
because it's abuse. And we need to remember just because somebody is dating you doesn't mean that they have romantic feelings for you or that they want to be with you long term. A lot of people use people as a fucking placeholder for someone that they actually want to be with. And we saw that. We saw it loud and clear with Zach and Bliss. Next up, I got Jackie. So it was hard for me to see Jackie in this show because it's just like what I just talked about. Jackie never wanted Marshall, so then Jackie always had smoke for Marshall, and Marshall could never do anything right because he isn't what she wants. And she was too cowardly to just cut it off immediately after the reveal. You saw on Jackie's face that she didn't want to be with Marshall. You saw how excited Marshall was to meet Jackie and be with her. And therefore, what did Jackie do? Non-stop criticism of Marshall. And that hasn't stopped. And we are now a year later and Jackie still keeps coming swinging. She's still doing it. Um, and so with Jackie, what I was discovering in my research last night is that scene where Jackie yells at Marshall and she's like, we don't have sex. What I saw through Jackie's text is that she said that he has a big dick, a very big dick, basically, Marshall, and that she um, has a yeast infection, and that's why they haven't had sex. Do you see how convenient it was for Jackie to yell at him on camera saying, we don't have sex, and not say that she told him she didn't want to have sex because she has a yeast infection, and that his dick is, you know, very big, slash too big, maybe? Then I watched Marshall's interview today on Vile Files and he said Jackie was saying we didn't have sex but she didn't and he's like the reason why we didn't have sex is because she had a feminine issue. Marshall didn't even say yeast infection. Jackie's text straight up said yeast infection. So how the fuck you gonna say that you're not having sex with someone on camera when you shut it down because of your fucking infection? Like... As I said, I don't want any good for Jackie. It doesn't mean I want harm for her, but I am making sure to not follow the bitch. If anything, I will mute the bitch's name on my social platforms. I'm bothered by her. Um, she's a menace and I don't want her anywhere. I don't want her to take up any real estate in my mind. Like after I record these fucking episodes, I don't want it because... I just don't like knowing that there are people like Jackie out there who are very, who have no reservations about hurting undeserving people. It's too triggering for me. It bothers me too much. So fuck that bitch. Let me say it again. I didn't say it before. I'm going to say it right now. So with Jackie, um, with Jackie and Josh, they should have been asked why they asses ain't at the motherfucking reunion. Better yet, they should have either zoomed in live or they should have gotten no screen time at all. Netflix, what what was y'all doing? You put Jackie's ass in the motherfucking pro, in the promo. Sorry, I need to cut back on the curse. You put her in the promo, but you didn't have her at the mo, at the reunion. She wasn't there. 
So why wasn't she asked? Why the hell did Vanessa not ask why she's not at the reunion? Shouldn't that be a question that a, a host should ask? But no, Mm-mm. it didn't happen because Vanessa wanted to be in a thruple with Jackie and Josh. And she gave viewers the ick. And one of the main reasons why viewers want Vanessa fired is how she was just in love with Jackie. She was a terribly, Vanessa was a terribly inept host. It's inexcusable. So when Jackie said that Marshall won in the engagement ring so he could propose to another cast member, Jackie should have been asked, what's the name of that cast member? Were they in a relationship? Why are you claiming to know what he wanted to do with the ring? Did he specifically say he wanted to propose to a cast member? Even if that were the case, Jackie, some would argue that what Marshall wants to do with the engagement ring that he chose for you is none of your business because you broke off the engagement. How would you like to respond to that? The question I just asked is the perfect setup for Jackie to spill tea or give some great sound bites because she's so defensive, she's eagerly triggered, she's always talking spicy, her interview was boring as fuck. We weren't rooting for her and Josh, so why the fuck y'all put her on the screen? We didn't need her. We didn't need her ass. Um, if she wasn't live in the studio. And it like a cast member should not be able to choose whether or not they show up anyway. But even still, no, not a single valid question was asked. Not a single one when it came to Jackie and Josh. It was just... Vanessa gushing about JJ's, little JJ's. Oh boy. I need a pause. I need a regroup. All right, next up we got Marshall. So the first question that Marshall should have been asked is what did he mean when he called Jackie a project? This is the perfect question that could have prompted Marshall to talk mad shit about Jackie as he should have. He also should have been asked, when did you and Jackie call a truce? How did that come about? When did that happen? And how does it make you feel seeing Jackie continuously break her truce? And what do you have to say about all of these allegations? Have you questioned why Jackie remains on your neck? How is the Jackie you see today different than the Jackie that you fell for? And has the, you know, has the way that Jackie has devolved as just um, a person with self-respect and, and integrity um, and empathy, the person that you thought she was, how has the changes that you've seen or the way that you've seen Jackie react does that affect how you think that you'll go about pursuing relationships in the future? Does it make you trepidatious to trust someone and to give someone your heart, considering that she trampled all over it? Because um, that's the end of that question. Because for me as a viewer, it's like, I think about the aftermath, the after effects of being with people who are abusive and 
Um, Jackie is verbally abusive. She, um, it's defamation of character for her to continuously um, insinuate and suggest and hint at um, Marshall being gay. And this is such a popular show and such a popular, um, you know, platform. And, and we saw it or I really saw it. Um, with the reaction to Netflix um, not streaming this live. And so it's like, it, I would also ask Marshall, is he in therapy? And has he talked about the show and, and everything that's happened with his therapist? I would ask Marshall, similar to what I asked Zach, this isn't in my notes, I'm off the cuff, off the cuff. I would ask Marshall, like, has he gone into, or has he spoken with, what if, what have his friends and family said about this? And how embarrassed has this um, situation been embarrassing for him? Has it caused him any PTSD? Um, what does he want the fans of the show to know about him? And what what would he do differently if he could go back in time? So now let me move on to Tiffany. Um, you know, because I basically, I talked about questions Zach should have been asked, Jackie should have been asked, Marshall should have been asked. Now I'm going to move on to Tiffany since, you know, she's our queen. She is clearly a queen of the series. Um, so Tiffany says that her and Brett have traveled the world and Vanessa did not ask them to mention, to mention a single place that they traveled to. Good job, Vanessa. Good job. Um, so I would have asked Tiffany some of the places that her and Brett have traveled to. If somebody says they've traveled the world, whenever you meet people on the street, or sorry, whenever you meet people and they say, I've traveled um, internationally, don't you always ask them where they've traveled to? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Okay, so um, Tiffany also says that dating is very important to Brett. So Vanessa could have asked Tiffany if she's used to having great dates. And she could have asked Brett if he's always been romantic or if Tiffany has brought a romantic side out of him. Those are the end of my questions for Tiffany slash Tiffany and Brett. Because honestly, I haven't really thought much about asking them many questions. But... We all know what happened in this reunion. We all know that Tiffany and Brett had, what, two minutes? Maybe two minutes of screen time? We all know. I understand that there was a lot of drama. Um, we get it. We understand it. But really? You couldn't spend time with the couple that everybody loves? The couple that everybody is obsessed with? This isn't just about who's sane and all that because... Cameron, Lauren and Cameron, they got a lot of motherfucking screen time. A lot of screen time. So I'm hoping anybody who is connected to Netflix is listening to me right now. I will tell y'all, please focus on Tiffany and Brett in the After the Altar. And um, somebody was saying that the After the Altar typically comes out like around three months later. 
I don't know when that's going to be, but um, honestly, Tiffany and Brett deserve a spinoff. And y'all know why I'm saying that, because I have a thing for Brett. <laughs> like, I, I really, really enjoy looking at Brett. So I'm hoping that they could get a spinoff, but um, I hope that Netflix will give them a substantial amount of screen time on the after the altar. Netflix, you got to do something to correct, to autocorrect this bullshit because we stand Tiffany and Brett and some of us stand Tiffany and Brett more than Lauren and Cameron. So you can't take the reason why so many people watch this show for genuine couples who are in love you can't take that reason and just sidetrack it and and have them um barely in the fucking special you guys could have done shit like tiffany fucking moved to a different state she moved from washington to oregon she moved from seattle to portland talk about ask them about that ask them about that oh my gosh next we got kwame so Y'all know I I'm, I don't fuck with Kwame, but I will remind y'all that I do take it back. I said that he was um, very hard on the eyes and Kwame, like, I love how his eyes practically close when he's smiling and laughing. I think it's really cute, um, but other than, but, you know, it ends there for me. You know what I'm saying? It ends there. So Kwame should have been asked, why would an underwear engagement photo shoot be the quote moment that you decided that you wanted to marry Chelsea? Kwame said something like that. Like that was the moment that I decided Chelsea was for me or Chelsea was going to be my wife or I wanted to be with Chelsea. Whatever he said, what does being shirtless with a photographer a few feet away from you have to do with spending an eternity with someone let us know Kwame let us in on the secret of why the photo shoot the same photo shoot that y'all was arguing about or arguing at afterwards and Chelsea said I'll throw you under the bus that same photo shoot made you know that you wanted to be with her explain explain because that sounds like a fucking math problem honestly it sounds like okay then at this point like you're trying to rationalize make your love sound like some type of formula and an equation so at this moment that was when I decided what did your shirtless awkward stupid tacky engagement photo shoot have to do with you deciding to marry Chelsea I need to know. We all need to know. Because you're going to have to come up with lies that make more sense. You know? You need to do a little better. So, um, I understand. This is another question I would have asked Kwame. I understand that your mom may have refused to sign a waiver to be on the show, to have her voice on the show, to, you know, be on the show on camera. But what were you saying to your mom on the phone? She was muted. What were you saying and what was she saying in response? When did your mom come around? What did your mom say to you specifically about wanting to meet Chelsea? And how many times has Chelsea 
um, spent time with your mom? Will you all be together for the holidays? Those are the questions I would ask Kwame because I, I don't believe that his mom is into Chelsea. I understand that it makes a lot of sense for Chelsea to meet Kwame's mom so that they could go to the reunion and say that they all that they met. But I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. The only reason why Kwame's mom would come around is because Kwame tells his mom, I'm in this for fame. I'm in this for clout. I'm going to make money off of this shit. Meet her. Play along. I'm going to be divorcing this bitch within one to two years. So that's, that's the only reason why I think that um, Kwame's mom would come come around. Because Kwame's mom, like, as Kwame said, she thinks he's a virgin. <laughs> so it's like for her to go from, like, thinking her her grown-ass son is a virgin to marrying this white girl who looks like she's about 65 pounds, like, um, <clears throat> sorry, and who was all up on his nuts the entire show. And he felt smothered by her. Like, she's not going to be on board with this shit. Actually, take that back. Kwame's mom must not have seen the episodes, probably. But um, regardless, like, Kwame, like, I don't buy it. Sorry. Sorry. But, you know, Kwame was doing a lot of lying, so it makes sense that I don't buy what he's saying about his mom, him and Chelsea. Next up, I have Irina on my list. And after Irina, I have Micah. Those are all the people I got on my list. So next up, I have Irina. I would ask her... Why do you keep saying that you felt unsafe with Zach? There are cameras and security. Did Zach ever say or do anything to harm you? Why are you choosing the word unsafe? Do you understand how that word may sound, maybe interpreted by the viewers? Irina needs to, like, explain why she's using the word unsafe. I need to know. Because she needs to apologize for using that fucking word, you ask me. Last up, I got Micah. So I would ask Micah, why are you still defending Shelby? Do you think that Shelby's behavior is going to keep you single? Have your other boyfriends complained about your friends? Has Shelby apologized for her behavior throughout the series and especially at the wedding? How did it make you feel to see Chelsea laughing and saying this is exactly how I would like it, how I wanted it to go? I wish I was drunker, was way drunker for this. And knowing that she didn't run after you, knowing that she's happy that you were in pain and you got dumped and you were humiliated on the show, how did that make you feel? And how did you, what did she say to you in response? And have you guys been able to reconcile your relationship, your friendship? And do you consider her to be a good friend today? Has she made you think about whether she should be in your life? Have other people told you that Shelby needs to go? Why are you still defending Shelby? And do you and Shelby have a romantic history? You are, you choose your friends over your fiance and that has repercussions. So those are my questions. 
you know? It's funny. It's like, I want the answers to these questions so badly. So if you are, like, interviewing the cast, go ahead and steal my motherfucking questions. You know what I'm saying? Somebody needs to ask the actual fucking relevant, important questions that we all need to know. I mean, I used to interview celebrities, so fuck it. Um, I hope that my questions were halfway decent, you know, but this love is blind shit is like love is blind is one of the um, this was it's one of the biggest reality TV events of the year. And um, I'm so glad that I have one more episode about I need to review this. I probably maybe might do one about the after the altar episode, but that'll be, you know, later. And then I'm going to be talking about um Vanderpump Rules, as I've already mentioned, the reunion, but <clears throat> just know that this has taken a lot of time. So it's like, I'm thankful that I got breaks coming up. Thank you to my new subscribers. Please share this episode. Please give me five stars. Please know that a lot of time went into this. I watched the reunion twice. It was too long to watch twice. Um, I definitely did fast forward past certain parts the second time that I already knew were going to be whack and trash and nothing of any value was being said, but I still watched the reunion twice. I watched a live, um, review twice. I watched multiple YouTubes. I got in it on, did a little TikTok. I did my research y'all. I did it for y'all because I'm thankful to each and every person who subscribes and allows me to feel like I'm not talking into the void, um, even though I am. So love you guys. And as I said, I do not know when my review and recap of the reunion will come out. My guesstimate is Thursday or Friday or even next week. Um, well, next week is so, so late, but my current guesstimate is Thursday. Um, so yeah, I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys.